Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here from Creative Play and Podcast Network. I've got a treat for you. I've got uh, a voice you've heard before here on the show, Deborah, and, and this time she's brought a few of her friends, her crew for Everyverse RPG. So, guys, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Deborah Honig Parizic, and I'm the author's widow and a longtime player of Everyverse RPG. I'll turn it over to Jim. Hi, this is Jim. I'm the game master for tonight's event. Hey, everybody. My name is Carrie. Uh, I'm a old time. College buddy uh, Rich is another one of the uh, players on the line tonight. I'm, I'm up in Minnesota, and uh, I'm really v- very, very extremely new to every verse. I've only played one game session before, so I will represent the newbie crowd. Hi, this is Rich. Um, long-time player of every verse. Not nearly as long as Deb and Jim, but uh, they introduced me to it and uh, played with them for many years. Hey guys, so for the folks at home that are that are just seeing the Kickstarter and seeing the, the, the teasers on the blog for Everyverse, what's something that each of you guys uh, enjoy the most about Everyverse? Oh, I enjoyed uh, the, uh, the streamlined uh, simplicity of it with uh, one attempt roll to resolve all outcomes. Uh, what I like best about it is I can use the same gaming system no matter what genre of role-playing I want to do for the evening. Carrie's pretty new, so uh, uh, this will be the second scenario that he plays. Right, Carrie? Yep. That's cool. And, Rich, what about you? I uh, enjoy using the uh, STD table as a means of calculating things happening rather than the standard old traditional plethora of dice. Uh, it seems to flow a little, make more, a little more sense. And I also like the skill breakdown that they have Um uh, so improving on something by uh, being more specific in how you use it. So it just seems to flow a lot better. That's cool. All right, so Jim from the Creative Plane Podcast Network, I'm going to hand it over to you, Jim, the GM. Thank you very much. The scenario we are playing tonight is a pretty uh, generic scenario. I wanted to kind of abstract us away from any uh, specific types of weirdness that goes along with playing things like uh, uh, Star Wars or Cthulhu or uh, D&D. So this one, uh, if the setting is going to be a near-future Earth-like world, and our players uh, are just getting briefed now on what's happening, so you'll be able to get uh, 
quickly on what's going on. So with that, uh, gang, you uh, are going an evening of partying with your college buddies at a frat party. Uh, and things are going really well, and at some point in the evening, you're getting really, really tired, and you decide, that, geez, you need to take a break. That's kind of the last thing you remember, uh, until at, at least you wake up. And you wake up as you see yourself on our map that we're using, the floor 20, that you're in a very small cell. Uh, you're each in your own individual cell, in fact. And other than that, you seem uh, pretty well normal. You don't have any wooziness or maybe a slight headache from uh, uh, alcohol consumed. Uh, you are wearing kind of a generic jumpsuit, which you weren't wearing the night before, so obviously something has changed other than just for your locale. Uh, and I'll let you kind of ask any questions about your immediate environment or uh, what you think might be going on. Does the cell have like your typical metal bars or is it more like a door with a small window? The metal bars. Oh, so we can see okay. So we can see each other then. Yes, you can. You can easily wave at each other and talk with each other as well. Okay. Can we do we recognize each other? Uh, yes, you do. You know, you all know each other from the party and uh, before that as well. Oh, okay. Sweet. What's in the room with us? <laughs> hey guys, uh, I, I might be missing something, but uh, I'm pretty sure this isn't where I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, me either. Either. So, uh, well, um, I think, uh, do we remember, we don't remember anything else, but we know who we are, right? Yes, you we, do. We don't have amnesia. Uh, names and your personal histories up until this point in time. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to attempt to open the door just by, you know, like sliding the bars. Sadly, they are locked. Ugh, hate when that happens. <laughs> what kind of a locking mechanism is it? Is your standard door lock or something elaborate? They look to be electronic. No. Nope. Hmm. Do any of us have foreknowledge of jail? Uh, no, you've never <laughs> had incarcerated people. <laughs> <laughs> Figured, you know, college partiers, it's not without outside of the realm of possibility that we could have been here before. All right. Um, uh, wow. Jumpsuits. So, anything in the jumpsuits? You know, I'll, uh, I'll pat down for pockets and see if there's anything in a pocket uh, that we might use to sort of lock out. Other than some lint, nothing there. Uh, <laughs> hate when this happens. All right. <laughs> I guess I would say in a fairly loud voice, hello? All right. Well, you hear it kind of echo around the uh, the hallway there that you see adjoining yourselves. Huh. What's in my, my cell other than what I see on the map? I see like a toilet. I see a bed. Yeah, precious. Anything else? Well. Nothing of consequence. 
So if I look under the mattress or under under, yeah, under the bed or yeah, nothing, nothing. Huh. Um, how about uh, taking a look at the bed itself? Could uh, any part of it be, you know, unscrewed or anything like that to uh, use to jimmy a door lock? Uh, well, if there was, you would have no idea how to jimmy an electronic door lock. So, yeah, sure enough. Well, I know from watching a Jackie Chan movie that wet shirts don't break. <laughs> they become much stronger. So, I could, if if the bed is made of metal bars, I could attempt to disassemble the bed to get a bar from it, and then wrap. Um, I could dunk the my I could take my jumpsuit off, dunk it in the toilet water to get it wet, which severely increases the strength of it, and then wrap that around a couple of bars, and then use the bar to twist part of the garment so that it tightens and tightens and tightens and bends the two bars inward, and then maybe slip between the bars. Being a college student, I might have a high metabolism and be very thin and be able to slip between the bars if they're slightly bent. Okay. Well, you got to make an attempt to uh, disassemble your bed then. Yeah, I'll start at that. All right, sure. Go ahead and roll. Carrie's going to be rolling on our standard deviation table, uh, which will generate a roll from anywhere from, I believe, 80 to 140. And you roll an 86. Uh, unfortunately, that fails. Uh, you're unable to disassemble your bed. Wow, I got skills. <laughs> I guess your your major must have been in liberal arts rather than engineering. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> what sort of covering does the bed have? What sort of cover? Yeah, is it just a sheet or is it a blanket? Uh, they don't even give you a sheet or a blanket. It's just a mattress. Just a mattress? Oh, wow. Nice. Is there anything like a cup in here or anything like that? Huh. What if what if I kick the door? Does it make a loud sound? Well, it's just bars, so you can kick the bars. And um, does it make does it make does it make a loud sound that I I think might be hearable outside of the room? Uh, maybe. You can go ahead and try. Yeah, I'll kick the bar and 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 scream a little louder. Hello. Nothing has happened yet. I'm going to try to tear open the mattress. Well, okay, what are you going to use to tear? <laughs> Just your brute strength? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll them. Okay. One ten. And I'm sorry, that fails as well. Okay. Is the frame hey, can of I reach the metal? I'm sorry? Is the frame of the bed metal or wood? Uh, it's a metal frame. Okay. Hmm. So, no windows, uh, I assume, right? There's no windows. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, is the Go ahead. bed, uh, is the frame bolted to the floor? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Good question, Rich. 
the door cracked open <laughs> at the end of the uh, hallway. Yeah, well, I think you got somebody's attention. Yeah, you got somebody's <laughs> attention, and in walks an, an armed guard. And uh, he comes down the hallway and kind of just basically looks in on each one of you guys. Does he look like a police officer or something else that we don't aren't familiar with? He looks more like a private security guard, although he's probably a little better armed than like a mall cop. I'll say, excuse me, sir. And uh, he'll stop in front and say, what is it? Um, what's going on? What? Why are we here? You'll, you'll be told when it's important for you to know. Well, it's pretty important to me right now, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking so, too. Not important for us to tell you yet, so that's what matters. Um, any chance we can get something to eat? Uh, he looks down at his watch, and he says, uh, feeding time will be a little while. Uh, could I get yeah. some water? I uh, will bring you some water then. How about a brew? Just you know what they say about hangovers. <laughs> what did you say, Jim? He just shakes his head. Sorry, I don't have any asking for you. <laughs> hmm. We seem satisfied that you guys are uh, well taken care of where you're at right now. Start to head back out the door. You mind letting me out of here? <laughs> I do, buddy. Uh, just out of curiosity, I want to observe, does he have, you know, keys on him or anything like that that's, uh, red, that's he noticeable? He is armed. He's got uh, a nightstick on. He's carrying a, some kind of sidearm as well. Uh, and other than that, uh, you don't see it too much more. He, he's probably wearing um, like a flak jacket of some kind. Before he leaves, he goes, hey, do you know who my father is? Can I get my phone call? Where do you think you're at? Probably never see your father again, buddy. That would shut me up. <laughs> okay. He seems satisfied that that shuts you up. Continues on his way back out. Yeah, I think that okay. that would pretty much scare any typical teenager into silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, even even though I was BSing. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that uh, this doesn't look good, guys. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, wow. I'm gonna sit on my I'm gonna sit on my bed and try to <laughs> absorb what has happened. Try to remember. Okay, uh, go ahead and you can roll against your intu uh, intuition, Gary. Ooh, another screaming roll of 81. That's actually a very good roll. Um, I'm rocking it. So you kind of sit back and think, wait a second. And um, as, you, as you think about your, the world that you live in, um, 
is one where there are some rarely occurring people who have genetic anomalies, which can be uh, viewed both as a blessing and a curse, because it, they uh, impart certain uh, unnatural abilities to people who have these abnormalities. Typically, the government finds these people at uh, the ages where these abilities would become manifest, and they're kind of uh, conscripted into government service at that time and training and whatnot. However, sometimes, from what you read and heard in newspapers, things, newsreels, internet, wherever you get your news, uh, criminal organizations are able to find these people and uh, make use of them for them her own purposes. So that's all. Is this? Is this? Uh, are these occurrences more along the lines of hearsay, or more along the lines of expect or, um, known fact? This is known fact. Oh wow! Interesting. Thing that's tricky about identifying them is similar to puberty, these abilities manifest at different ages in people's lives, and they don't, they can't really control when it will happen. Well, so it doesn't always happen at puberty. Yeah, I said similar to puberty. It isn't, and at all linked to puberty. Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> do I, am I, I mean, how often of a, how often um, of an occurrence is this? I mean, as far as, you know, f the frequency of hearing about people being conscripted into the, into government service, as opposed to criminal organizations making people disappear, is it something like we hear about once a week, once a month, once in a while? Well, so the, they, they suspect the people in the population who, um, who actually, exhibit this is, is extremely small. Um, oh, okay. And so um, you don't know, you know it happens, but you don't know how frequently. Uh, in fact, there are some people who actually manage to escape being identified throughout their lives, and they kind of live covert lives so that they can uh, achieve some sense of normalcy in, in their day-to-day -day life. Sure. Everyone else doesn't. <laughs> Not locked up like an animal. So... Okay. So if the frequency, the likelihood is extremely low, it would probably enter my head that the likelihood of all of us being in that situation is pretty low. You know, four random people, even though we know each other, you know, four quasi-random people at the same um, beer bash. It would be unlikely, but not impossible. Okay. Are you going to share... So I'll... I'll so what what are they what are these people called you know in, in publicly are they called mutants uh, or you know hybrids referred to as what hybrids hybrids so hey I got something guys what if we're all what if we're all hybrids 
and they've locked us in this and a criminal organization has kidnapped us. Yeah. Ha ha he <clears throat> Oh Jenny. That would be a trip. Okay, now you all should make a roll against your sanity. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did we all pass? Looks like you all passed. I, I think, Rich, what was your sanity score? Do you remember off your character sheet? It's 125. Okay. Okay, so you're all right. So, yes, you all are, remain. Uh, you're actually able to accept the fact that you may indeed be hybrids. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, guys, I, I see the look on your faces. Uh, I, I was kidding. I mean, come on. <laughs> Do you guys have any powers with air quotes? You know, <laughs> I certainly don't. Okay. Well, none that I'm aware of. Well, yeah. Do we know how they Come on, what's, manifest themselves? Um, usually it becomes one of those things where uh, if the government, of course, finds you ahead of time, you, then they just uh, uh, kind of spirit you away and, and you don't really know how this all happens. But you have heard rumors that uh, stressful situations can somehow uh, trigger some of these into uh, manifesting themselves. Um, when the person is aware that they are a hybrid. I'm thinking that being uh, <laughs> incarcerated by surprise and waking up in an environment that you've never been to, that might qualify as stressful. I'm second that, that. that. Boy, that is just so <laughs> odd. You would think so. wonder why it <laughs> what are are the typical hybrid powers that we might have experienced or have heard about? Oh, uh, you've you've heard of probably all sorts of wild stories. Really, uh, people who can fly, who can move things with their minds, who can walk through walls, uh, can shoot energy beams out of their eyes. Anything you can uh, perhaps want to imagine. So, in other words, some of it may be true, same, some of it may be Internet trolls. <laughs> it very well be. Yeah. Conspiracy buffs and all that jazz. I'm going to feel we'll around see. on my person to see if uh, there's any foreign object attached to me. I'm sorry, if you're going to see if anything what? A foreign object attached oh. to me. You don't. You search all over your body and cannot find anything that does not belong there. Okay. It wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rich, that's your penis. <laughs> you had that before, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but was it was so big before. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you discovered your power. Yeah. Are there any cameras in the cells or um, things on the walls or like a light right. or box? Yeah, good question again. It, as you look down the, up the hallway, you can see uh, on the map it's that red dot at the end of the yep. corridor. That's a camera in the ceiling. Okay. Can I see in the cell next to me as, as, as well as across the hall? Uh, no, you cannot. Those are solid walls. Okay. So, who wants to play 20 questions? <laughs> <laughs>
Can I do something to pass the time? This is ridiculous. I'm already bored. Uh, well, I'm going to take a look at the uh, electronic device. Um, is there any obvious power source? Uh, you mean the, the camera in the ceiling? No, the device locking the cell. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, you don't see anything. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick my hand out the bars and, and flip off the camera. <laughs> well, that's helpful. <laughs> I'm a teenager. <laughs> Are there any uh, bents on the device? Are there any, I'm sorry, what again? Vents. Open, vents? Openings, holes, you know, for heat flow or air flow or something. Not from your uh, side of the floor, at least. There, if you look across the uh, cell at the uh, person across from you, um, there probably would uh, be some kind of opening. It might just be a small hole or a slot. Okay. Well, I'm getting stressed. I'm going to uh, try bustling the bars again. Okay. <laughs> Rust. Rattling the bars, is that what you said? Muscle, muscling, like trying to move a muscle. Ah, fight them. All right, well, strange as you may, they, they refuse to yield to your frustrations. Ah, damn. <laughs> All right, uh, about this time, the doors open again. And um, three people now enter the room. Um, and there's Two guards this time, dressed pretty much the same. And then there's where's my water? There's a third person. They're pushing a cart with some food and water and things like that on it. And oh, finally! Person, yeah, the third person there is a um, looks to be somebody who might be a doctor. Let's say they're kind of dressed in a lab coat or it's a female. Um, and uh, she's got some instruments and whatnot. Look like the appropriate for doing an examination. Ah! So they get up to the first door, which would happen to be Deb's door. Oh, goody! <laughs> and um, they, they uh, walk up to it, or one of them walks up to it. They, they pull their weapons out and say, stand back from the door, please. Uh, okay. And, uh, I'll so move over. <laughs> back, okay. And um, they they tell you that they uh, this is going to be the routine for you guys for the foreseeable future, that they will come and feed you three times a day, and the, the good doctor here will come in and examine you as well. Uh, if you don't... If you cooperate, then you get fed. If you don't cooperate, we'll give your food uh, to one of the dogs upstairs. Is that clear? Is there going to be any anal probing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks at you and said, maybe just in your case. <laughs> I'll sit back down on my couch. <laughs> Yay. Yep. You get a look at the doctor here uh, who comes around, and you notice that there is 
definitely a look of apprehension in her face. Okay, that's interesting. And um, and she comes in with her instruments and and uh, speaks very kind of timidly and said, I, I promise this won't hurt you at all. Uh, I'm sorry I have to do this. Why are you doing this? I'll ask. And, and she just kind of shakes her head um, at you. So she gets her what instrument. You, what are you going to do? Uh, I need to take uh, uh, a measurement of uh, some fluids in your body and take a sample so I can and test it. And then I'll just do some basic um, uh, readings on your heart rate and uh, breathing. Nothing too invasive, really. Can I hear what she's saying from my area? Yes, you can. It's not hard at all. Are, are we going to cuddle after? <laughs> and he, he pulls out his, uh, the guard kind of comes up to you and pulls out his nightstick and he says, I got something to cuddle for you. <laughs> I'm going to go sit back down. <laughs> well, uh, she gets out her instrument and um, checks your heart and you ask you to breathe and all that fun stuff and, and uh, she gets out a, a syringe that's empty and checks to, you know, tie up one of your uh, arms to do a blood sample. Well, I guess I'll cooperate for now. Okay. So she, she doesn't need much, fills up one vial and says, thank you very much for being cooperative and steps out of the cell, and then they, um, one of the guards comes in and, and puts some food and water in your cell and steps back out and closes the cell door. So okay. they go to the next one. Go ahead. What was that? They go to the next door and serve up Rich the same way. I'm going to step when up to the door so I can watch. When she gets close to me, um, I'm going to try to whisper, you know, without making any, make, without it being noticeable, um, can you tell me anything? Um, she doesn't say anything, but she holds up her hand like a weight type of gesture. but not one I recognize. Well, you recognize it as being a weight gesture. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'll say okay. Well, she does the same routine on you. You're going to be cooperative, Rich? Yeah. yeah. All right. So she gets done. The guard comes in, drops off your food, closes the door again. Then they come to the troublemaker here. <laughs> and he kind of guard kind of sneers at you. You think you're better than I don't than I am, don't you? Let's just say that I combat nervousness with humor. <laughs> Sorry. 
well, I call it humor if you get a sense of humor. Sorry, sorry. Senses have gone awry. So he opens the door, and he encourages the doc to be uh, liberal with her uh, assessment of you, which doesn't really affect her in the least bit, but he kind of hopes he does. So with their attention focused on him, can I reach through the bar and grab the guard that's closest to me? You can certainly give that a shot. Go ahead and give it a roll. Okay. I'm going to try to grab him around the neck. Okay. And slam him back in against the bar. Okay. So you reach out across the uh, uh, bars and, and you do grab him by surprise. Um, However, he quickly counters your your move. Uh, it's obvious uh-huh. he has unarmed training, and uh, shoves his nightstick through the bars to punch you once through with it. Uh-huh. Can't trust one of these guys any further than you can throw. Can you blame me? Harry, are you going to cooperate with the lab assistant? Yeah. All right. So she gets done. The guards give you some food and water. Close the door. And they all then turn to leave. What's the uh, food? Uh it's pretty bland, but I'm sure it provides the essential nutrients you need to grow a healthy body. <laughs> Everything a growing body needs. So d- does it taste normal? Does it? D- d- what I'm getting at is, does it? Do I get any sort of sense that it might be laced with something? As far as you can tell, it tastes just like normal food. Okay. Is there any water in the toilet? Um, it's, uh, I think there is, yeah. Oh, you want to take a drink there, too? Are you extra safe? No. <laughs> I'm going to take the, I'm going to drink the water they, they brought, um, assuming that the, the cup they brought it in is something that I could stick in the toilet to get more water. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to go to the cell door and try to splash it into the electronic unit that's locking the door. Okay. Go ahead and give her a short shot on the uh, attempt roll. Okay, so you kind of drizzle or drain the water out on the the door and uh, it doesn't seem to affect it. Okay. I'll make a couple more tries and then give up. Okay. Doesn't seem to make any difference. Okay. Good thought, Rich. So we should probably tell folks what we're rolling against as as we do this. Okay, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. So 
in this case, it was uh, an attempt, an unskilled attempt, really, uh, being a circuit technician, a skill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. So, um, I might. Uh, I hate to do it because of the camera, but I might quietly whisper to the other guys, uh, uh, did you guys notice anything about the lab tech? Uh, She didn't really seem to want to be here any more than we did. We do. I asked her if... uh there was anything she could tell us and she said to wait. Hmm. Yeah, wait for what? (laughs) Or how long? Well, it was just a gesture, so I presume that uh, she would like to help us, but can't because you know she's under watchful eye and maybe later uh, mm-hmm. when things are quieter maybe we'll hear from her again I don't know maybe the next time she comes through maybe she'll be able to smuggle us something I don't know well I can't think of anything else to do I have to admit Okay. I'm gonna rattle the bars some more. <laughs> Try to see see if they've got any play in them. If they, you know, maybe they didn't get it shut tight or something when they left. Are you guys gonna eat your dinners by the way? I assume or not? Yes. Yeah. Um, I suppose I'd probably probably be pretty hungry since it being yeah probably, probably mid morning by by now. So about a half hour after you're served your dinner, the door is open again. Out come our, our, your two favorite guards. Yeah. And there's a big okay. guy with and Who's with him? A big, a big guy, you said? Yeah. So he comes down and he kind of looks in at each one of you and assesses you like your uh, cattle or something like that. I'd like to to welcome to your new home. Glad to have you here. It'll be great use to us. Hope you're comfortable. If not, well, you will be in a little while. Who are you? Well, you can just call me the boss. I mean, what, what, do what you, organization what do you want with is this? What organization? Is that what you asked? Yes. Uh, all in good time. All in good time. You realize you, you can't just a, you oh, can't just lock us up without it? charging us with anything. Charging? Why would we want to charge you? Uh, you think we're the police or something? The government? Not now. 
very astute. Don't anymore. <laughs> what do you want with us? You're going to be our new operatives. Operatives. I don't have any skills. Not yet. Not yet. Well, that kind of runs a chill down somebody's back. Um, let's have you all roll against your intuition again. Okay. There we got a 96. I got an 86 rolling. Oh, wait a minute. No. Oh, yeah, I got an 86. Sorry. So, um, so Deb, what this brings to mind when he says that is um, you're aware that the the government and uh, is uh, sometimes uses uh, wetware uh, to develop skills, pass on skills. Uh, Of course, there's a lot of um, bioethical problems with using it for uh, behavior modification, but presumably that can be done too. Okay. Not sure what wetware is. Please ask. Okay. Is there any way to trigger that? Uh, uh, you said it. Uh, uh, so I'm thinking you mean a chill ran down my back when he said that. Uh, what he said mm-hmm. that triggered the that triggered the the memory of wetware. Does anything else happen after that? Nope, nothing else. Is the guy still there? Yeah, he's still there. He seems quite I'm going to say to him. I'm going to. I'm going to ask. I'm going to. I want to ask him. Uh, so, what makes you think we're going to cooperate with you? Oh, oh, you'll be quite happy to cooperate when I when we're finished. You will have any we'll see. Whatsoever, I, just, I assure you. Once the programming is complete, of course. Programming. Yeah. You gonna brainwash us? Oh, that's such a crude way of thinking of it. So, I've heard stories of wetware. Is that what you're going to do to us? Let me just miles wide. Oh, good. Think of it as a gift that we're giving you. Mm. Not what I. What, it wasn't on my Christmas list. Make sure you include a gift receipt. One that can't be returned. Why me? I'm sorry. What was that? Why me? What's so special about me? Oh, oh, you all don't realize how special and unique you are. But that will change. 
Sometimes we're just a little one or two steps ahead of the government in identifying hybrids. We got lucky with you three. How did you identify us? Oh, we have our ways. And don't worry, our good doctor is, I assure you, one of the best in the field of wetware. Makes me feel better. Yeah. You better do a good job. Or the oh. first person I'm coming after is you. Well, I assure you, if, if she doesn't do a good job, um, your brain will probably just be... Uh, uh, a bit of wet pudding. So I think you should want to encourage her to do her best and cooperate with her. So she, we just met Why? her, right? You don't like pudding? Uh, brain pudding? No, that's not my favorite. So she was the gonna... doctor was the, the one that came in here? She's the one that's going to do this to us? The one and only, our good doctor. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to lay down on my cot and close my eyes and cover my face and hope that I wake up soon. <laughs> I am not here. I am not here. So we seem satisfied that you guys are well secured in your little tight environs and have been fed the little prizes and he starts to head out the door. Sorry, that's a Walk out here. Remember what I was saying about hybrids, guys? Yeah. I'm, I'm no... I wonder if they heard me say that and they're just messing with us. I hope so. I wouldn't count on it. Who wants to punch his smug smile off his face other than me? Well, I'll take I some of that action. Bit. I could get a little of that, too. I wonder if... Next time that they come in for the feeding, I wonder if we could, I don't know, overwhelm the guard somehow. But they only, they only unlock one cell at a time, it seems. Yeah, I tried to grab that one while they were fixated on you, and he got away from me easily. Oh, that's what that was all about? Yeah. I was focusing on the needle in front of me. Yeah, they're probably extremely well trained, if not wetware as well. Mm. I'm feeling pretty helpless. I have to admit, I'm feeling a little helpless myself. Okay. Um, would you like to fast forward to the next feeding time then, or is there really yeah, sure. Sure. things going on? All right. So the routine becomes the same. She comes back in. Uh, with the two guards, and um, they they have pushing a tray of food along and uh, going to each of the cells, and 
Uh, Rich, you discover when you look through um, the food that you've been given that underneath uh, one of the uh, dishes is a note. Oh, sweet. I'll wait till they leave. Well, I'll wait till they're focused. Oh, okay. I'll wait till they're focused on the guy across the way before I try to sneak it and read it quick. Oh, hey, I'll be your distraction over here. (laughs) Out of character, of course. Um, So the the note uh, reads, I'm a prisoner, too. Um, and I will, you'll help me escape, I'll help you. And that's all it says. Okay. If, uh, I can catch her, you know, attention at all, I mean, I won't try to attract it, but I'll kind of watch her, and if she sees me, I'll just nod lightly. Yeah. So when she gets done with Carrie, she definitely looks back over to your cell very intently. Okay. And I'm not. Okay. And she has just the slightest tilt of her head back and heads back out of the room uh, with the guards. Okay. Okay, I'm going to whisper to the group very, very quietly. Come as close as you can to the bar. Um, She's going to help us escape if we can help her get out of here, too. The only thing I can think of is, you know, the next time she comes in, this could be bad for her, but... The first time they came in, she was between me and the guard. So if I'm able to grab her and push her into one of the guards while you try to grab the second guy, you know, maybe we could overpower him. But still, it would only be one of us out in the hallway with both guards and the doctor. Um, I'm not seeing a great chance for success. Well, what I'm thinking... Do we have a tray with our food? Are these half people whose abilities haven't triggered yet, and that's her job is to get them to trigger, that maybe she can trigger them but not have us be under their influence, um, you know, have our own autonomy, and then at that point we could try to escape that sounds like about the best chance to me. Well, if we are all truly hybrids, you know, what's to say that our abilities, once they manifest, you know, what, what's to say they'll be any use to us for escaping a jail cell? I don't know. I'm it's depressed. It's entirely possible. This is like a movie. 
bad nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that the only thing that we can do really is wait for her to trigger something. Okay. None of us have any skills, really. If we can't go up against highly trained armed guards and and really hope for any success. Did any of us find any notes among our food or anything like that? Nope. Chances are they probably wouldn't hurt us too badly if we tried because they want us to, you know, to be agents with air quotes, whatever the hell that means. That's true. There seems to be only three of us here. I don't know if there's other cell blocks or... Uh, this is crazy. No more frat, no more frat parties, <laughs> ever. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> well, something tells me that probably wouldn't have mattered. Well, the next time she comes in, I'll uh, ask her if she has any ideas or any plans as how we can escape. And maybe she'll give me another note later. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to do before she comes back in next, wait another few hours? Clearly, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Counting nope. the piles in the ceiling? No, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Other than twiddling my thumbs? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So fast forward again. Oh, I, I do want to, uh, to start up a nice chorus of Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anybody that's seen Spaceballs will get a kick out of that. So she comes in, and it, the routine is identical to the last one. And um, so she gets down to your spot, uh, Rich, and um, prepares to do her exam. What, what are you going to say? Yeah. Um, uh, do you have any plans on how we can get out of here? Okay. <laughs> Your eyes get like wide as saucers, wondering if the other guards are <laughs> overheard it. Uh, well, which, just keep my voice really low and okay. we'll head down. All right. And um, she pauses for a second and takes this deep breath and looks back at one of the guards and says, says to him, um, I need to give him an, an injection. Um, one of his, uh, and she named some hormone that you've never heard of, is a little out of balance. And the guard kind of looks at her quizzically and kind of nods and tells her she, she can go ahead. So she pulls out a different instrument that she hasn't used before with you and kind of up at you, you know, like, is this okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one gets, however, instead of being like tied off into your blood or into a vein, she she needs you to bend over so she can inject it at the base of your skull. Okay. All right. So Rich bends over, and you feel the needle go in. And, mm-hmm. Kind of weird, but nothing immediately seems to happen. And hey, what are you doing to him? And the guards just say, shut the heck up. 
she gets done asking like nothing has happened, nothing is wrong, nothing out of the ordinary. Turns to walk out, and uh, the guard walks in and leaves your food, Rich. And and she goes to Carrie's cell and does uh, does the usual thing. Did I hear Rich cry out or anything when it happened? I don't know, Rich. Are you a manly man or not going to uh, avoid? <laughs> Oh, man, he my man. <laughs> <laughs> He's 18, come on. How oh, manly can he be? Well, I didn't say he was 18. I was a college student. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. I thought, I thought you had said that at some point, but never mind. All right. All right, so the routine... Uh, oh, it says, yeah, it says age 18, age 18 on the character sheet. See... Ah, see, I didn't say it. It's on the character sheet. <laughs> anyway, so finish up there. So did she? Did she give me some of the same? Nope. Okay. So which uh, you're sitting there, and you and you're starting to get all these kind of flashes in your mind of images and almost like new memories, like you're dreaming lucidly type of situation. And it takes a couple of minutes to unwind, um, to kind of pull itself together and for your brain to, like, create a story out of out of this lucid dream that you're having. Um, kind of an interesting uh, sensation for, for you that you probably have never experimented with psychedelic drugs or anything like that in the past. Despite of course not. Um, but when – are you going to say anything to the other folks? Because they're probably going to ask, you know, what's wrong, right? Carrier. Did he, is he um, making some kind of noises or anything? Is there any work? <laughs> Suddenly we hear porn music coming from Rich's Cube. Or Rich's cell. Is he, is he screaming? <laughs> Psychedelic lights. No, no, nothing like that. Um, I'll hmm. very quietly say to the group, uh, I think she injected me with some of that wetware. Um, I've got some really weird images and things going on in my head. Okay. Um the guys gonna ask him anything about that or like like what? Any uh What's anything <laughs> like fighting or or uh anything that any kind of skills or what? What do you what images? So what what Rich is seeing as his brain puts together this story um is he, he first of all gets a picture of what some of the rest of the area that you're in looks like. So he's actually getting like um, visual layouts of um, the room outside the cells and where she does her work, uh, that that type of stuff. First of all. Oh, nice. Uh, so um, so you you know that from what you've seen in your in the what she implanted is that there's a room outside those two doors where the two guards sit when, you know, they have some, like, video feed that they watch and shoot the breeze and all that stuff. 
And beyond that, there's a, another hallway which goes to where her lab is at and living quarters where she's kind of kept in. And then, it, then it, the, the view all switches inside to her lab area. And you see it go up to her computer screen that keeps, like, where she keeps her, her research notes in. And it gets so detailed that you can actually read her research notes. Oh, my. So her research notes basically um, uh, tell you that, um, indeed, all three of you are hybrids. And uh, uh, you are, are being fed, uh, or not being fed, but uh, the, there's a, a, a neutralizer or uh, inhibitor being introduced into the air system it doesn't really affect anybody except hybrids, and it prevents uh, the hybrid hormones from activating. Nice. Yeah. So that's why you're not really experiencing any any unusual powers. Um, however, does he have? Oh, I was just going to ask. Uh, does he have to roll against sanity to uh, uh, because all this is going on in his head? Sure, why not? Go ahead, Rich. Roll against your sanity. Sorry about that, Rich. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. no. It looks like he's, he's remained sane. Oh, um, gosh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the... Uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, the good news is, though, that she controls um, that gas from her lab. Oh, uh, excellent. Cool. The re other notes that she has on the screen shows that she is she is indeed growing wetware that is to be implanted in each of you. Um, they don't really know, despite knowing the fact that you're hybrids, they don't really know how what is going to manifest and when those um, are activated. So they need to introduce at the same time the behavior modification wetware in, so that they'll know that they can control you when they activate it. Uh, however, she uh, has been successful at not in, uh, uh, basically averting that programming from uh, growing correctly in the wetware at this point. So they're kind of waiting for that to mature so that they can introduce it to you and um, bring you online, sort of, as it were. Nice. Well, I know it's gonna. I know it's gonna manifest. Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh clever gamer remark. <laughs> okay, so um, she her, her plan basically is to go ahead and introduce the wetware, and hope that the boss doesn't realize that the uh, psycho programming is not uh, mature and will not affect you. And um, you'll be able to use whatever powers that you guys get from that to escape and, and take her along, obviously. Okay. I'll pass this all along to the other two. So be prepared. Okay. Sounds like a plan. This is crazy. This is completely and utter nuts. Oh, it's total madness. I agree. You guys need to roll on sanity again, too? 
<laughs> okay, so what are we rolling this all the time. here? All right, okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, I rolled a 127. Uh-oh. Yeah. My sanity was This whole thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> ah, help me! I want to go home! I want my money! <laughs> What's your normal Calm life? down. <laughs> You're going to give us all away. Calm down. Uh, in other words, I, I failed my sanity roll by uh, two, right? And... Uh, so I'm a little freaked out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that when I finally wake up, I'm going to have the worst hangover that I've had ever. <laughs> You're wondering who slipped you those, those uh, psychedelic mushrooms? <laughs> Never again. Oh, dear Lord, please let me get through this one time, and I promise I'll never do that again. Oh, really? All right. Um, anything else you want to... Ask before the the next cycle, or I'll just try to calm down. Ah, help me! I want to go home. Not offhand. Okay. Um. All right. So, um, next morning, the you know they have this annoying process of turning the lights on in your cells when you're, you're deep asleep. It's just, you know, for, as for college students, that, that's just killer, right? Each one of you experiences something a little different. Um, yeah, when you wake up and you kind of uh, squint at the light in frustration and anger, whatever it is, the light dims in your cell. Hmm. That's interesting. Rich, when you look up at the light, um, it it flares br- briefly and then burns out. Uh, and then, uh, Carrie, when you look at it, the light casing shatters. Um so Rich's light burned out, and when you looked at and when you uh, expressed your uh, emotional anger at the light, uh, the light casing shattered. Whoa! I'm guessing I'm going without a meal for that one. <laughs> You've been bad. <laughs> no soup for you. Can you uh, do that on your locking mechanism for the uh, door? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, if I can, you know, do we know the layout of this place? If I can do it multiple times, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I guess I can try. I'll concentrate on the locking mechanism. Uh, You can go ahead and uh, make a roll against your uh, mind score. And nothing seems to happen. Okay. Should I try multiple times? I'll let the rest of us try. I mine dimmed. Try, try, so, try to focus. Yeah, I'll try to focus and uh, uh, see if I can affect the lock on my cell door with whatever I did to dim the lights. Okay, go ahead and roll against your mind. 
Okay. And 95. Uh, mine score is 125. Yeah, no, nothing happened. Ah. Well, maybe it's too soon. I guess I'll just try to reproduce the same feeling that I had when being angry earlier. Try to summon up that same emotion and and get to that same place while focusing on something else, like a locking mechanism or whatever. Rich, could you roll against your intuition for me? Ninety-seven against. Uh, I think your intuition is what one something one twenty. Intuition is the intuition on this sheet. I am. For that intelligence, I'm sorry. That's intelligence. Yeah. So it's a, so, a one twenty-five. All the mind yeah. scores are one twenty-five. That's what I thought. Um, so the uh, rich, you're kind of assessing the situation and you realize this wasn't the plan. Something's gone wrong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh what? Something's gone wrong. This wasn't supposed to happen. What wasn't supposed to happen? You recall her plan was to inject you guys with the wetware and that hasn't happened yet. Oh, right. So we started manifesting before we have wetware. So there's uh, one other induction you can make from from what you learned from reading her lab notes. Um, that she must be uh, controlling the uh, air in the room so that um, we're no longer being inhibited. Excellent. That's a very good deduction. It seemed very likely that that's the case. The okay, question is, cool. why, would she, why did she change her plans? You're not really sure. Maybe mm-hmm. something came up. Um, let's try to take out the uh, camera down at the end of the room. Okay, what do you, you want to do? Basically look at it, um, focus energy or anger towards it. Okay. Frustration. Um, roll, roll against your mind score again for me. All right. Um, you're not really sure if anything has happened or not. I mean, you know, you know, the video cameras up in the ceiling. It's not like a light bulb is on, right? Okay. So something could have happened, maybe not. I guess I'll try the same. Go ahead, go ahead and roll again then for your mind score. Okay. Um, 101. Uh, you see the casing crack. Nice. Hmm. So, this is extremely strange. But... 
I seem to have affected the device. Well, at least the outer casing. I don't know about the inner workings of it, but maybe I'll try it again and see if I can't crack away the housing. Okay. Go ahead and roll again. Yeah, pieces on the, on the ground now. Now, about this time, probably the guards are going to come in as the video camera is down, and they're like, what the hell is going on? What's going on? What are you guys doing? Okay. I'll, I'll focus on, on the... one of them. Yeah. I'll focus uh I'll focus on the uh the guy that I can see better. I'll focus on his sidearm. Okay. Um and any particular intention? Render it inoperable. Rendering it inoperable. Alright, you're not sure if anything happened or oh, go ahead and roll on. I guess I should have you in case you get a critical success. Uh, um, you're not sure if, if anything happened or not. Um, I'm going to focus on the guard I can see and try to will him to go unconscious. Ooh, that's kind of cruel, isn't it? <laughs> oh, a little so Well, there's a uh, guard right in front of me, so I'm going to try with him and see if I can get him to go unconscious. Um, and Okay, go ahead. Okay, and rolling. Roll. 92 against a 125. Mine score? Okay. So the, the two guards that you guys um, attempted to affect their conscious states just kind of take a... Uh, it's obviously that they stagger a step. It's like almost falling down, um, but, but then they recover and say, hey, what's going on? Stop that. What are you guys doing? I'll, what? I'll, 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 distract the guard. I'll distract a guard that I can, that I can see, uh, that's see better and say, you know, I, I don't know what's going on in here, but they're, 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 these, these other two, they're trying to hurt me. Guard, I need your help. They, they've hurt me. I, I, I'm bleeding. <laughs> He doesn't seem to really care. I'll try again. You're going to try again? Yep. Okay, roll again, please. Oh, you rolled a 99 again, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> this time, uh, the guy um, staggers again, and since he's stepping backwards, he kind of trips on his feet and, and lands on his butt. <laughs> he looks up at his guy, help me, help me get out of here. Okay, I'll try the other guy. Okay. Oops, I, I rolled a 100. Um, so he reaches down and, and tries to help his buddy and, and kind of falls over and says, stop that. And they're both trying to get off, get out of the room now on their hands and knees. Can I can I focus on the on the door like the latch of the door to see if I can render the latch inoperable so I can slide the bars open? It's totally ignoring the electronic lock, but since I haven't been able to affect it. Uh, go ahead and try. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, nothing seems to happen again. 
Damn, we'll right. I'll, I'll, I'll pull I'll pull on the door to see if I I can if I made any you know if I in fact affected the structural integrity at all. Nothing happened. Uh, however, about I'm this gonna... time, the doctor rushes in, opening the doors and basically knocking them both back. The two the guards, two security guards, since they're on their hands and knees, and the doors hammer Let's at open them. the doors. And and she's obviously very, again, scared, timid. She's she's not going to be the one who's going to be taking the lead by any means of 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 uh, rescuing you guys from the situation you're in. But, um, um, okay. Well, I'll try to take the opportunity then of focus on the guy and try to pull him or make him come towards myself. All right, go ahead, Will. And nothing happens. Oh, shoot. I'll, I'll holler at her and tell her to get the keys uh, to unlock the doors. And, and she kind of shakily yells, they're biometric. Uh, what if I so, what if I what if I focus on the guy that I can see? I'll focus on his foot. Okay. Uh, and remember, he's on his hands and knees. So what are you going to do when you focus on his foot? I'll focus on his foot, trying to disable his foot, so he you know he would have trouble escaping. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll. Capiche? Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Oh, there you go. Okay, yep. 105. Okay. 105. Um, so it's like he can't move his foot now. It's, it's held in place. He's, hey, what's going on? Help me get out. They're looking at each other. <laughs> so did they open the door by putting their hands on it to unlock it for biometrics? Yeah. Okay, then I'll tell her, drive one of those guys over here and open the doors using their hands. Well, they're still armed. <laughs> so oh, well, that's a bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah, I thought she knocked them out, or I thought she had, had knocked them out. Or not, no, no, she just pushed, you know, she pushed them back, basically. Um, oh, okay. My bad. She opened the, and they're trying to get her to go get the other guards. Yeah. So if, if I if I if I if I seem to have a hold of one of the guys, can I pull him towards me? Roll again. Uh, so that does not work. Okay, I'm gonna try to get him to just totally freeze and stop moving. Ooh. Okay. Well, go ahead and roll. All right. Um, whatever guy you were looking at. Um, Looks to have gone unconscious. Sweet. Well, right. I'll try one. I'll try to get the other guy unconscious. Okay. All right. And, ooh, 115. I um, too much. Yeah, no, that, that didn't. Uh, I mean, he, he looks like he's, um, there's something happened to him, but he's not unconscious. Uh, I'll try again. Buddy. Nope. Nice. I got a 98 that time. <laughs> okay, I tried again. Can I get the other guy in concert? 
Uh, I rolled a 98. He, he appears to be getting, like, he's, uh, he's not unconscious, but he's like he's, he's running out of energy. He's like, uh, his, his, his strength is failing is the best way to describe it. And now yeah. the searcher gets finally he looks uh, exhausted. emboldened enough that she pulls out a hypo of some kind and injects it into him. And Yay! Goes, For the win. For the win. <laughs> All right, so she drags one of the bodies down um, to the cell. And being the frail little thing she is, she's going to need help lifting him up to, to get him to uh, get a bio-breeding on the lock. Okay, I'll help her. Okay. Get him on my door. Okay. So the door, sure enough, um, opens up. Yay! Right. Ouch! I'm free! I'm free! <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Buck. So, yep, you can, you can do do that to the other doors as well. And open those. You're free, guys. You're free. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you, so, uh, how many people are out there? Well, nobody knows yet that. So this has happened, and she's speaking like in a mile a minute. So the boss, the boss suspects me. I'm, I'm afraid. I, I had to turn the gas off. I got the wet wear here, though. You ready for it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she pulls out a little high just, just... Yeah. Go ahead. Nice. What was that, Carrie? <laughs> I said, just give me one. I said, I say, just give me one second. I turn around and punch the guard in the face, and then I say, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you got a little bit of a little frustration, and um, so she no, who me? Again, Rich, that she did before, and had you bend over so she could put it in the base of your skull. Sure. Uh, and um, you guys get kind of this uh, uh, similar uh, sensation to Rich and some of these new memories that come in, but. Um, there's uh, something else going on in your head too that you really can't explain by any sense uh, of having uh, have some parallel experience in your past. So, um, but you know something's going on. What are you gonna do? Okay. Uh, um. Roll against sanity. <laughs> <laughs> How long should this take uh, to affect us? Say again. How long should this take to affect us? Um, she'll say uh, between five and ten minutes. Do we have that long? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, do you think you guys might want to grab their, their weapons, though? It's probably not going to be easy to get out of here. Yeah. We'll grab the weapons and throw them in the cells and lock the doors. Well, of course, they'll probably be able to get out with their hands. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. They can probably just let themselves out. I suppose we could have can... hands on their uh, kind of utility belt. And... Oh, there we go. Handcuff them to the far end of the bed frame in, inside the cell. There you go. There you go. All right. So you, you drag them into the cells and... Um, I'm in there. Uh, the weapons they have, they have like um, uh, 
uh, two revolvers and two nightsticks uh, and a couple of tasers as well. We'll take them. Tasers, sweet. Okay, who wants what? There's three of us and all these weapons, so only two of each. I'll take a, I'll take a taser and a revolver, not that I really know how to use either. Although the taser is probably probably smaller learning curve, I would guess. She, uh, she, she. While you guys are sorting through, she says the wet wear includes combat training. You guys oh, should be able to know okay. to use these here real soon. Oh. Okay, that's going to be weird. I'll grab a gun. <laughs> if you say uh, so. Nice stick then. Yeah, you pick up a if gun. You say so. Open it up, close it, check all. <laughs> Everything in his <laughs> I got it. Yep. Oh, click, 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 click. No problem. I have one comment. Yeah. Well, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> that was coming. All right. What are you going to do next? Well, as soon as we're not uh, feeling weird anymore, I guess we're going to try to leave, right? What if we, uh... Five, ten minutes for the uh, wetware to kick in? I I think what we need to do, especially if the guards are of similar size, uh, we need to uh, declothe them and put their uniforms on, and then uh, go ahead. I heard it. Unfortunately, they do not fit you. The clothes. Hmm. Too small, huh? (laughs) Do they fit me? Uh, nope. Smaller female? Oh, right. wow. I mean, you could put them on. They just look Ill, very ill-fitting. Yeah, may as well not. I, I, think, we, I, think, we should put, I think we should put... You guys will be instantly recognized. Oh, okay. Well, when, did, did they have hats? Uh, no, they didn't have any hats. Damn. Okay, so All right, what way well, do you go to get out of here? Well, what way do you recommend we go? What's the quickest, easiest way to get out? Well, I know we're in the basement, so I don't know a lot about the floor above us, but I know we got that's the first place we got to head. Okay. All right. So you're heading out? Go ahead and drag your counters if you're ready to go out. Try to move as quickly and as quietly as we can, hopefully avoiding cameras. We'll need um, uh, oh, her biometrics will open this, this door, so you're good with that. Okay. If we if we if we are unaware of any cameras, I'll try the same thing that I did in our cell block. Okay. Go ahead and proceed. Okay, stay behind us. Oh, she will. She doesn't need to be reminded about that. And uh, but you're in your office now, Garrett's office. Did you do anything before you got in the hallway? Is there a phone in here that we can get an outside line? Uh. I'm asking direct, asking the doctor, asking the doctor directly. Yeah, they, she says they're they're they are communication devices, but they're all monitored. 
So uh, we couldn't call 911. Leave the circuit open. Right. You couldn't. What was that, Rich? Is there anything useful on the tables? Uh, not really. Okay. And I'm offer. Let's keep going. Okay. Oh. How about ammo? <laughs> they had ammo clips on their on their belt. Okay. Did they have any ID that we could steal for any that would be useful for anything? No, everything's biometric. Okay, I figured. All right, so it's pretty quiet out in the hallway right now. Okay. And um, what do you want to do? Oh, keep going. Well, well, I have her lead us out. Uh, which way should we go? Nowhere else to go, is there? And this is the only direction? The, uh, yeah, it looks like... The only, yeah, the the direction out is is uh, up, I can't, right this way. It's to, the, to our left as we come out of the guard's office. Because uh, she didn't have an exit marked on the map she gave me, right? It just went into her room and showed me her computer. Right. Okay. Well, keep going down the hallway. Okay. Well, it's not that long. Um, okay. Where are the doors? Uh, it, there's not a door. It's just an open area here where we're being. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's the stairs to your right there. Okay. Waiting for Jim to unfog the map. Sorry. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Okay, so we have stairs to the right, you said? You know if this is the best uh, way to go up to get out, or is there a different route we should go? That is the only way that I know of. Okay. Let's do it. Lead the way. That's your marching order? Not her. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Don't ask that. We're, Don't. <laughs> we're superheroes. Oh, sorry. I check for traps. Just kidding. <laughs> Where's your ten foot pole? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I only have that equipped if I want if there's something I don't want to touch. Oops. We switch something here. Yeah. Now you've gone up cool. the Yeah, he, he's switching us to a different map. Okay. But he hasn't All revealed right. it yet. Uh, Waiting for him to reveal it. There's yeah, it a looks door. More like stairs now, okay. I can't see my uh, icon anymore. There you go. Oh, is that my yeah, off, yeah, we were off in the darkness there for a minute. Yeah. I, I attacked the darkness. 
You're on the stairwell right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's a door at the top of the stairwell. Okay. I don't have access to my icon anymore. Um, try it now. Nope. Now let me check here. Oh, well, that would be why. Now you should. There we go. How about it? How about an edit one, two, three here? All right. Okay, keep going. So, gonna listen, listen, listen at the door. Bring the doctor along. I don't see her, but oh. I assume she's behind us. Oh, and she says she doesn't know the upstairs very well. Okay, so we'll just have to play it by ear. She's at the bottom of the stairwell. Good. All right. So Deb's going to be at the door? Uh, yeah. Um, is there a biometric lock here? I assume so. Um. Actually, there is not on this one. Oh, how wild. Okay, well, I will ease it open and, if it's unlocked and, and take a listen, look around uh, through the crack in the door. So you ease it open, and then this is about all you see, but you do hear some voices off to your left. Okay, yeah, that's uh, not much. Uh, well... I guess I'll I'll tell them what I hear, and then we may as well go for it. Why don't the two of you go with the tasers, and if they're guards, you can try to take them out. Okay. All right. So Deb's going to go out, and Ralph is walking out. Carrie had the other taser. Okay, we'll go and get them. Oops. Wrong way. So we, you said we heard them to the left, right? It... Yes, you heard it from the left. You hear... Uh, okay. Is in the room to your left. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll uh, approach the room and take a peek in from, you know, like the side of the door so that uh, I'm not readily obvious to the people inside. All right. Uh, when you kind of... Move, move yourself here, Deb. Yeah, you better roll against your uh, body score to see if you can sneak in here. See how sneaky Okay. Uh, 109, and body is, uh... No, 109 is my role. 109 is my role. 94 is yours. Okay. I, I misread. Sorry about that. So, so Deb sneaks up very quietly and, um, sees that there's a dining room, um, and there are a few people in there. It looks like they're finishing up their breakfast. And, um... Then Carrie trips next behind you <laughs> and go into the room. Whoops. <laughs> Always the picture of dexterity. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that she has made our approach uh, more obvious. Uh, we'll have to go in and uh, hey, uh, I guess you guys. Chase... <laughs> hey, we're here. Hi. People are grabbing sidearms. Hey. Um, how how many people are in here? Uh, you see 
um, four people, a female and uh, female who's unarmed and uh, three security guards. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to uh, taser the closest guard and, and uh, uh, I guess, shoot the other guy. Well, All right. Two, wounds. two shots off, huh? So, um, is, is this going to be I'll like try first. aim or is this a snapshot or what are we, uh, how are uh, you actually uh, executing this? Um, probably a... Uh, uh, Aim the taser at the the uh, closest guard and uh, probably a snapshot at the the guard across the room. All right. So go ahead and roll first for the guard that's uh, very close oh. to you. Okay. At the 109. All right. Um, so at, at basically short range, oh. it's only a minus three, and there's no other effect. Uh, hampering factors, so uh, that's a good score for a hit. On yeah. He does have some armor on, uh, so we got to figure out where you hit him at. Um, if you would do a hit location for me, like just rolling a percentage, you can do a. Um, there's a roll button here on this. On your left hand, there's a dice on the bottom, uh, second to the bottom. You can do a dice roll there. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know where you're at here. On on the toolbar to the left on roll 20. Okay, toolbar on the left. Uh, oh, okay, here we go. Um, and there's a drop down for advanced roll for D100. Okay. Um... Let's see. Okay, we're over on. I'm sorry. Uh, we're over on the left. Yep. And, yes. and then there's a button that looks like a die above the question okay. mark. Okay, that was what I was doing. And then. Uh, uh, it says right advanced roll. If you click the die, it opens up a window. Uh, it's not opening up a window for me. Okay, well, we'll use... Weird. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blind. Here it is. I'm blind. Okay, so rolling what, D10? Uh, under advanced roll, there's a drop-down for D100. Okay, okay, there we go. And roll. And uh, there it is. You rolled a run. Yeah. You hit him in the face. Oh, how oh, oh, that's serious. Drop it. To his face. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm I'm good. Then shakes his body, shower of the ground. Shower of blood. Check it out. Check it out, you guys. Way to go, teenage. Way to go, teenage mutant ninja something. (laughs) Babe. And then. the other, uh, so you're going to do a snapshot at the other guy, was that right? Uh, yeah, unfortunately I just lost the uh, game. Uh, let me get to see if I can get back in. Uh, this is an edit one, two, three as well, Jim. Okay, hang on. It's trying to get me back on. 
okay, I, I'm back, I guess, on the game here. And then, yeah, it was a snap snapshot at the other guy. Okay, so snapshot is at uh, a minus nine, so go ahead and roll. Okay, just a second, let me uh, get that command again. Oops. Uh, Which person is she shooting on? I'm pinging the guy that I think she's shooting. This guy here? Have we lost Deb on the call? No, I'm still on. I'm just, uh, I just rolled 100 on a snapshot. Oh, okay. Um, okay. 109. Um, all right. So now we need to figure out where you might have hit him. Go ahead and roll the, that percentage again for me, please. You could All right. There are a couple of times you should be able to get to that. Okay. 45. You, elbow. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, ouch. And it's, but however, it's his left elbow, and he's right-handed. So he didn't drop his weapon that he was ready, getting ready to pull. I circled a guy. Do you see my purple circle? Is that the guy she's shooting at? Yeah, I do see it. Were you going to do something? Is that, the, is that the guy she's shooting at? Yeah. All right. Well, if if I am able to recover from my trip, I'm going to shoot this guy over here, um, or I'm going to try to disable his gun hand with my newfound abilities. All right. Go ahead and roll. Um, okay. Roll a percentage for me. Forty-seven. Okay, you hit his uh, his left forearm this time. So him not being left-handed obviously hits him, but yeah, he can still pull a weapon as well. Okay, what I, go ahead. That's all right. Rich, did you want to do something? Yeah, um, I'm going to try to render this guy over here unconscious like I did the others by basically okay. saying freeze, don't move all at right. all. All right, go ahead and uh, roll against your mind score. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, he falls over. This guy, all right, the top. Top one, yeah. yeah. Yep, that one. All right. This gal here is now screaming at the top of her lungs, and this guy uh, wants to take a pot shot at Deb. Oh, off, dive out of the way. So roll against body? Well, he's got to roll with his his, uh, his score. I'm having problems. All right. He rolled a one on two. 
which is who is Elvis. pulls out his taser and nails you in the hip with it. Ow! That goes jerking around a little bit. Oh, that sucks. And and she slumps to the floor. Oh, crap. (laughs) About that time, uh, you hear the... uh, Researcher scream once too and pointing behind you, Rich. Okay, I'll whirl around. And you see another uh, guard drawing on uh, aim on you with his taser. Yeah, I'll try to take him out, tell him to freeze. Virtually he has the initiative on you. 106, station 24. Oh, he nails you square in the chest with his. Oh. <laughs> and Rich passes out. Okay, so uh, you it's up to you and the, the uh, researcher now. This guy is still, this guy's been hit. Um, uh, the guy in the cafeteria area, the other guy is probably ready to take aim at you now that he's, uh, although he's going to have to pull out, uh, either reload his taser or pull out a uh, a hand weapon, which he isn't truly thrilled to use, it doesn't appear. Right on. So I'm going to run into the room at the guy that I already affected. I don't know how far I can move, but it appears to be about, as the crow flies, about 18 feet. Or I attack him again, assuming that Attacking him will be easier at a closer distance. Okay. And I'm going to uh, once again uh, attack his gun hand. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll. You're using a, a powder pistol, right? The the firearm. Or I'm using my whatever my ability is. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I just said that. Oh, that's a nice little score. Okay. Uh, so you uh, focus on it, and uh, his uh, he, he can't move his hand, his, his gun hand right now. Okay. If When I'm able to, I'll take my billy club, and since I have some sort of combat knowledge now, I'll take my billy club and try to knock him unconscious. All right. While you're doing that, this other guy is running through, and you can roll again for your uh, unarmed here now, 100. I think you have an unarmed combat skill now, so, yeah. Um, all right, so he's definitely um, in close quarters combat at a, a huge disadvantage since he uh, is, uh, his good hand is occupied. He has to also roll against unarmed combat since he's fighting you. In this roll, you rolled 100 and he rolled 102. Um, so you beat him by not only the two points, but the ten points for him being disadvantaged from having his his, um, his good hand, actually both hands, <laughs> being uh, incapacitated right now uh, in the previous wounding. So he did a, a fair amount of damage to him. He, he probably goes to his knees, uh, and 
he's not like out of commission at this point. This guy. Oh, so my Billy my Billy Club didn't hit, didn't knock him out. Right, you didn't knock him out, but you did knock him to the ground. Okay, well maybe can I can I, can I run behind him and grab him around the neck and use him as a human shield from the other guy? Oh, you're surely welcome to try. Why not? All right, let's see what happens, because this guy's going to shoot at you. Uh, not the greatest roll for him. Well, he he would have hit your, your left shoulder, but I'm pretty sure if you brought him up to be a human shield, that would cover that spot. Yep, because I want to keep my right hand free. Yeah. So uh, he hit, but obviously he hits his buddy. And his buddy ah! Now now the guy's probably out of it. The, okay. This guard that you were using as a shield, he's probably dead weight at this point. When, when I can, I'll, I'll try to do some sort of, since he's fairly close to a wall, I'll, I'll see if I can't, you know, do some sort of, it seems that I have some sort of telekinesis, maybe. I'll see if I can't do, like, a force push, you female, know, kind of deal. Yeah, the female that was in the office is trying to run out. Okay, well, I'm just I, I'm not a, Yeah, I'm not unconscious, am I? I'm just down, right? Uh, well, when you get tased, you'll be out for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Carrie, tell me again what you were doing. Um... I'm going to do, uh, try to, it, it seems that I have some sort of telekinesis, so I'm going to try to do like a force push against him and push him into the wall since he's not very far from the wall. It looks like he's only about uh, six feet, if that, from the wall or whatever that green thing is in the bottom left corner of the room. Okay, go ahead and roll. Okay. Okay. One or two. Um, he doesn't get pushed into the wall. He's, Do you seem affected at all? No. So he pulls out his, his gun and shoots it. And the uh, the round gets stopped about 10 feet in front of him. <laughs> awesome. He goes, what? Huh? And so now I, I will confidently drop the guy who's now unconscious. I'll drop my human shield and walk confidently at this guy with my Billy Club raised, you know, menacingly. Well, he's probably going to step back when you walk up to him. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the, I'm trying to, you know, make him shrink back a little bit. And yeah, then okay. if, he, if he turns to flee, then I'm going to attack him again from a distance with the TK. Uh, try, to, try, to, try, to knock him, try to knock him unconscious. Well, he doesn't want you to get that close to him. But would you move huh? your token so I know where you're going? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step towards him, right? I'm going to drop my human shield. Well, I'm going to switch my control here. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk quickly towards him with my billy club raised. 
um, since I would, I'm hoping that I would have would have had some sort of, you know, shock and awe against him, having stopped his round. Um, and uh, I'm gonna close the distance. And if he turns to flee, I'm gonna as soon as he turns to flee, I'm gonna see if I can knock him out with the TK. Okay. He does indeed turn to flee, but at about that time, uh, the researcher sticks out her foot and he trips. <laughs> oh, she, she, she trips him? Okay. She trips him or she trips? Trips him. Oh, sweet. Howdy, girl. Stay away from me. So if I if I can I I'll try to close and knock him out with the bill club. He he hit the floor, so you can certainly leap on him. Ouch! Ouch! Is your billy club again? Yeah. Oh. Okay, that would pretty much do him a good deal of damage to stay on the ground. And if, it's, if it. I'll, I'll say to the gal, uh, we should be good for, for a moment. I'll see if we can't re- revive my friends. Yeah, she has she has something that she can give them to get them up again. I'll take this guy's weapons away from him. I'll call, try to collect the weapons while she's doing that from everybody in the room. Where'd the right. where'd the woman go? She did she yeah, go? Out. You don't know. Okay. And if you wanted to end at that encounter, it might be a good good spot. Good session, okay, Jim. Sounds good. Sounds good to yep. meet you. Yep. Good session, Jim. Nice job. Yeah. Well, Indeed, Jim. So, what do you think, Jim, the host? Yeah, you guys did How a did great you? job. So I really Excellent. do enjoy how the system is really organic in the, the skill challenges of how they work out. Excellent. Thank you. It's been such a long time since I played, I forgot. It, it seems like the lower score seems to be better. I had forgotten. Yeah. Um, the, the basic premise is that you everybody can attempt to do anything and be successful half of the time. And, um, and if you have a high ability score, that increases your odds of being successful at what you want to do. So the lower number you roll, the better. Gotcha. So do you guys, as players that have done this for a while, have any tips for anybody new that's trying out the Eververse? Yeah, just, um, I mean, I'm, I'm really new to the system myself, but uh, these guys would have to speak to whether they've played with anybody new recently. I've got two uh, teenage boys who uh, we introduced to it last year. We had a big get-together here at my house. Jim brought his three boys and my two, and Carrie was here, and Deb was here, and we all played a big session, so... And that was what inspired me to uh, start putting this together and getting it out the door. So uh, it was fairly quick for everybody to pick up, especially the younger crowd? Yeah. It seemed like everybody got it with, uh, you know, within the first couple of rolls, I think. That's cool. So is this... Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Jim, uh, our, ga- our game master, uh, hadn't you played it with your sons before? Yes, I had. And what I'm age gonna... did you start playing with them about... Uh, Using the system, or every verse RPG. You know, on and off, it, it was probably a good six, eight years ago. One of the, and your one sons of the cool are, things, are all in. The, 
your sons are all in their 20s now, right? That's right. So you started, you started when they're in their mid to late teens? Yes, that's right. One of the cool things that I, that I think is cool about the system is that with the different skill roles and whatnot, you can be as general or specific as you want to be. Um, and you know, the skills can get super specific. So when you're building your character, it seemed like, you know, you could have a skill, like an overall skill with just a general skill with handguns or, you know, a really good skill with a specific handgun or a specific set of handguns or a specific set of, you know, melee weapons or or whatever. And, and that could apply not to just, you know, weapons and combat skills, but to out-of-combat stuff, too. Specific or general knowledge. It's uh, it really seems like seems to be adaptable. That's really good to hear. So Jim, the GM. So if you were to leave a little teaser for the next episode of what the game would be, what would you tell the group to expect next time? Um, so what we're really uh, hoping to do, and and uh, the next next big episode that we'd like to try is at the uh, Houston Space City Comic Con, and the intent there is to introduce a scenario that's based on Harry Potter. Uh, and in Hogwarts, and because uh, we don't think anybody else has tried that yet, and we just want to show that w- how flexible the, our uh, every verse can be in in any given situation. So uh, we thought that would be uh, a good challenge to throw out, and one that a lot of people would enjoy. Yeah, that'll definitely show uh, from one extreme to another easily. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great time at the convention. Thank you. Are there any Thank other you. conventions or events you guys are going to? At uh, this time, that's the only one that's on the plan. But uh, uh, we talked about uh, doing the one in Baltimore because uh, that's where Jim and his eldest son uh, live. So maybe Baltimore in August. But uh, who knows if we're super successful, maybe we'll uh, see if we can do some other ones as well. Hey, that sounds great. I'd be glad to see if you guys can come out west here out to the Arizona area because we have a couple good game cons to go on from year to year. So is there any shout-outs or anything else you guys would like to, to share with the Internet? Oh, the Kickstarter campaign is called uh, To Realize a Dream, dash, dash, every verse RPG. And uh, it was written by my late husband, and I'm really excited to be bringing it out to the rest of the gaming world. And very much like to uh, offer my thanks both Jim's and uh, Terry and Rich tonight for playing and for hosting the, the podcast. I'm very uh grateful for all the help. Hey, you're very welcome. Hey. Thank, thank you, and uh, glad to be of some use. It was fun. And hey, uh, since you guys were using Roll20 on your side, how, how did it work out for you guys? Really, really okay. nice. I mean, it's been a long time since I've looked at it, this, this tool, and it seems like it worked really well. Yeah, yeah I thought um, it was a great tool. Yeah, it's my first yeah. time using it as a game master and a player uh, either way. Uh, it, was, it was kind of fun to lay it all out, and... Um, uh, on one hand, you know, my other option would be to hand draw all these maps, and, and this kind of made it easier to do than that. So um, uh, there's a lot of neat little features, and, and implementing our, our special uh, standard deviation role, uh, they had a very cool library that made that very easy to do. Uh, I was really worried about that at first, that we wouldn't be able to do that, but uh, the, the support community is great, so they helped me figure that out, and we got it rolling really easily. That, that is definitely really cool, cool to see. I was just going to say that was really cool, Jim, because I knew that was a concern and that uh, you did want to streamline the process so that we didn't have to do the roll, then look it up on the table, and then get the final result, uh, the number between uh, 60 and 139. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this uh, macro that you created was excellent, as well as maps also. I really like the maps on this. 
Yeah, the map feature is really cool on Roll20. Yeah, I think uh, be sure to look at the Eververse um, site for some samples out of the excerpts from the rule books and whatnot if you want some more uh, flavors of it. Yeah, exactly. Excellent thing, Jim. Thank you very much for mentioning that. Um, uh, All right, guys. I definitely want to say thank you for joining us on the show, and I'll get this out there, and I'll... Uh, All right, then. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, thank you for... Thank you for, at the moment, being the biggest group I've had on the show at one time, except for my own gaming groups. Oh, cool. Excellent. Oh, wow. hang, hang on on roll 20, you guys, before, and we'll do a quick wrap-up before we head out for the night. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Sounds good. All right, All right. guys. Thank, thank you, you for joining me. And like I always say yep. every week, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. Uh oh, we lost Carrie again. Carrie? Yeah, call dropped again. Getting back right now. He needs a new cell phone provider. (laughs) (laughs) Should be back any second. Welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Okay, uh, Carrie, so you did a, uh, uh, in this roll, you rolled 100 and he rolled 102. 